No! Don't be silly, dog! Ween dog! Ew. Hey, everybody! She's licking my ear. That's what Ween Dog does. It's the LMNO Podcast, everybody! What do you guys say, Weenie? Live on Monday, September. If you put it close enough. Monday, September 24th, 2018, 7.03 in the PM. She just likes to lick everything. I don't know what to tell you. You can probably hear her lip, her tongue slapping. Her tongue is working overtime, everybody. It's working for the weekend. Uh, But I hope you guys are prepared to get dry and T&P to you. And uh, please... For the love of all that is holy in Mecca, make America smart again. Can we do it? Probably not. No. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, Mega. probably not. It's, Upper Decker. It's me, your host, Stu McAllister, and with me is Jamie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's Monday. Yeah. I wish it was Friday. Yeah. That kind of day. Uh... Well, the weekend was uh, interesting, right? You got to go spend some time with your daughter. Yep. In Lansing, Michigan. Yep. And uh, which is only like an hour away from us, so it's not super far away. And you went to the ledges of Grand Ledge. Is that it? Yeah. It's kind of like the rapids of Grand Rapids. There isn't any, so I'm assuming no, there's, there's no there's no ledges in Grand Ledge. I didn't know that's what that was named for like i had no idea those existed you just thought they they named it that for the hell of it i didn't think like grand fork uh north dakota is you know there's no fork there there might be like a really big tree that looks like one Mm, probably not or like a tree there are roads that fork and they're really grand probably not or great or whatever probably not how was the grand ledge i've never actually been there i yeah, we even went to a little business district, and that was nice, too. So, no, the, the ledges were cool. They were really, I yeah, they were impressive. But I don't even exactly know what the hell that is. You're saying a ledge, but what is it, like a cliff? Kind of. Why don't they call it the Grand Cliff, then? Like Heathcliff? Heath the cliff? Grand Cliff Bar. Heathcliff. <laughs> Do you know who Heathcliff is? The cat. But he was also a uh, historical figure. Eh, he was a cat. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Well, the reason you got to see your daughter, or part of the reason, is because she wanted to go see Sam Comroe, everybody. And Sam Comroe is a comedian who was on this past season of America's Got Talent. And uh, I have never watched the show. I have no interest in the show. You've never seen it ever. Never seen it at all. Ever? I think maybe, maybe like a clip here or there. I've never watched a full show huh. because it does not interest me at all. It's a, a side show. Uh, it's a freak show. It's a variety That's show. That's what makes it fun. No, it's yeah. it's it's what makes it exactly abysmal. That's what's of, like when you go into a five and dime variety mm, store. It's these people doing what they can to get their fifteen minutes of fame. Not even. It's more like two to three minutes of fame. And uh, I don't like it because a lot of comedians try to get on the show. A comedian will never, ever, ever win that show. Because it's a variety show, and as a result, it's always going to be a singer or a ventriloquist. 
A balloon maker? A thing like, a, a, one year it was a fucking like dancing dog troupe or something that Stop. beat out a comedian. Tom Cotter uh, is a guy that I know, I haven't seen him in forever, but he came in second. He lost out to dancing dogs. Well, that's pretty impressive. That's see, and that's exactly why I don't watch the goddamn fucking show because there's Not people in there's people in there's people in America going dancing dogs. That's pretty sweet. Right. That is retarded. Comedy is not everything. Uh, yeah, I'm aware of that, and I know it's never going to win a show like that, and I don't, I don't really care. So somehow, apparently, you do. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's why I don't watch the show. Uh, but I got asked to open up for Sam. Yep. And uh, I'm like, okay, you know, he's a guy that I know. Uh, he's got heat, everybody. Mm-hmm. He has momentum. And he is smart enough to realize that he needs to strike while the iron is hot. So he is going and doing a lot of these uh, one-nighters, which uh, are usually going to take place in non-comedy club-related venues. So like last night, it was in Lansing at this place called The Loft. And The Loft is normally a music venue, but it does have comedy shows I've performed there before. Uh... So it was all right. I didn't know what to expect. I, I've actually, I've never seen Sam before. I couldn't have told you. Here, here's the reason why Sam even did as well as he did. And I'm not saying it's because he's not a good comedian, but on every kind of variety show like that, there needs to be a shtick. There needs to be the backstory. There needs to be something other than the actual talent that is interesting and captivating yeah and for sam for those who don't know he has tourettes and he doesn't have tourettes in the sense that he's making uh guttural noises or swearing or anything like his are like ticks they're facial Mm -hmm. ticks or uh twitches of the hand Mm -hmm. And, and there you go right and uh so i don't know the the show was okay uh I, I was disappointed everybody because um my uh, what was expected of me kept changing and it kept dwindling. I originally was going to be doing like 20 to 25 and then it got cut down to 10 and my pay got cut down a lot too and it's kind of one of those things of like uh I mean I I suppose I could have told them to fuck off and yeah. just not have done it. Yeah. But it's it was a Sunday night gig, and it's in Lansing, which is only like an hour away. So it's like, why would I waste that opportunity? I can still go and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it was a strangely done to me. Like you kept asking me, like, well, how can they do that? And I'm like, well, because most things, uh, events going on with comedy, there's no like contract that you're signing. It's kind of like. You're doing a handshake deal or everything's done through email or whatever. And then, uh, so there's no like recourse of any kind. Right. It's so things. you're, you're stuck at the whim and will of the booker or the venue. And so then, you know, next time you're like, ah, these guys fucked me over or whatever. So then you're like, oh, do I work with them again or not? And so it's completely up to me on if I would or would not do it again. Yeah. So do uh, you think you'd like... Would I work with them again? Probably not, uh, unless I knew who uh, was booking it better, and I knew they wouldn't fuck me over, 
and uh, maybe it would depend upon the headliner, like if it was someone that I really liked, like if it was like Tom Segura right, or something right, right, like right. that. They'd be like, oh yeah, I'll fucking come, dude. I've got yeah. any problem. You know? I don't think Tom uh, actually. Since I know Tom, I don't think he would fuck me over. But and I'm not saying that Sam fucked me over. I don't really know exactly who fucked mm-hmm. me over. I just know that I got fucked over. Right. Uh, yeah, you don't know. So who what? Are, what are you gonna do? Sure. Yeah, I don't know if it was the Booker. I don't know if it was Sam. I don't know if it was the the venue. Right. Uh, but you would think at like a sold out room that I would have been nicely compensated and i and i i was not but what are you gonna do do i sound like a fucking whiny little bitch maybe but it's the state of comedy everybody this is this is how comedy works if if you're a comedian uh just starting and you're listening to this uh just heed my words uh bookers are garbage and they'll fuck you over (laughs) (laughs) um someone had said that uh they they posted on the uh, Elemental Podcast fan page that Sam uh, was not funny. Uh, and again, I can't, I, I have nothing to base it on. Like I said, I never watched the show. I'd never seen him previously. And he was, um, he was fine. Uh, would I say that he sucked? No. Would I say that he was the greatest thing I've ever seen? No. He's not really my cup of tea. Uh, again, it's one of these things if he... He sold out the show because of his celebrity status. He is a guy who is on America's Got Talent. And he even said, like, you saw me do, like, three sets where I was doing, like, two to three minutes each. And now he's doing, like, an hour. So it's like these people envision him in some way that it isn't necessarily true to who Mm -hmm. he is as a performer. Mm -hmm. And uh, the show was rated R, and that's one of those things of, like, there were kids there which just blows my mind away. And it even said, like, on the website, like, this is a rated R show. Right, Because right. you have to be clean when you're on uh, network television. The, what? I don't fucking hang up on him. <laughs> Her daughter is calling everybody, so. Can I take it? Yeah, take the goddamn call. I'll just continue this conversation right. on my own, everybody. Right. So it's one of those things of, like, when you're on network television, you just have to be clean and so when you actually go see a show uh sam says you know i'm rated r i try to tell everyone i'm rated r i like to say fuck and whatever and uh so that's always the buyer beware i think truly like you need to research what you're going into that happens with movies uh plays any form of entertainment that you go you might have a preconceived notion of what it is but you got to figure out uh, exactly what you're going to see and no one walked out last night, not that I saw. Uh, there was a little kid in the front row who probably, God, was like 12, I guess. And uh, I kind of, I don't want to say I made fun of him, but clearly he was the uh, the crux of a lot of my conversation and jokes with the crowd. Uh, and it went really well. It was a very good crowd. The crowd was there to laugh. They were there to have a good time. It was great. Um, and Sam was a nice enough dude. You know, I talked to him a little before, a little after. He seems like a nice guy. He's in his early 30s. I think he's still kind of trying to figure out where he fits in the comedy world. He was born and raised in L.A., and I can't imagine what that does to your psyche when uh, you're living in the, the hub of entertainment. 
you're living where entertainment happens. And uh, so when you leave there, you're like, what the fuck is uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan? What the fuck is Peoria, Illinois? What the fuck is Wichita, Kansas? It's clearly, it's very different uh, than Hollywood and L.A. So uh, he, he uses a lot of tricks in his act, too, which uh, I'm never a big fan of tricks of comedy. And what I'm talking about is like... Uh, it's sort of pandering to the crowd. You're not necessarily pandering, but it's kind of like you have a formula. You're like X plus Y equals Z. And so then whatever particular town you're in, you're like, okay, this is X, that's Y, and that's Z. Uh, and it works, because I saw it work last night. He talked about how the uh, the state uniform of Michigan is our plaid flannel shirts, and everyone laughed. Because all dudes in Michigan wear plaid flannel shirts. And then I looked around the crowd and I didn't see one fucking dude wearing a plaid flannel shirt. But because you st- you're stereotyping. And everybody loves a good stereotype. Am I right? Am I right, everybody? Yeah, you're right. This guy knows what I'm talking about. I did see a woman wearing plaid flannel, but there you go. So... He's moving on to the next show, and uh, and good for Sam. And I and I do appreciate that I got to be a part of the show. Uh, got to work with my buddy Michael Bussler and my other buddy Dan Curry, and it was great. So there you go. There you go. Sam Combro. Go check him out. Check him out. If you're not a huge fan of comedy, go see him. You'll probably like Sam. You'll probably like it. He did a Q&A in the middle of his act, which I did think was funny. That's It's weird to do. But maybe he just has discovered because of this uh, new, newfound notoriety that he has that uh, it's just better for him to do that. And he had a long line of people after the show wanting to buy his merch and take pictures. And good, good for him. Good, good for him. Good for him. Uh, on Saturday night, though, it was a little different story for me, everybody. I went up to Lapeer, Michigan. Everybody knows where that is, am I right? Fuck no, you have no idea where the pier is. Uh, I had done a show on the pier easily eight years ago. And uh, it was in a hockey rink. It was kind of like in the concourse of a hockey rink. And it was great. It was the first time I ever got called back for like an encore, which is just fucking weird, right? Like I didn't deserve it in any kind of way. I was still relatively new, working my way through comedy. And uh, people called me back for an encore. And I'm like, I don't really have anything to do for you for an encore, everybody. Anything uh, that I would do right now on an encore would just be garbage. And it wouldn't serve anybody any purpose. But it was a good feeling for me. Uh, so people took us out after the show. We hit up like four bars, which probably all the bars in the pier. And uh, it was a good time. And I was I was glad that I did it then. This time around, not, not so fucking glad that I did it. Um, it was the same venue. It, uh, this venue is a huge complex. It has a hockey rink, a uh, big gymnastic area, tennis courts, uh, conference rooms. You know, it's this big fucking complex. But we were no longer performing in the hockey rink, in the concourse. We were performing in kind of like a banquet hall, which you're like, okay, this is better. It's a better suited room, better fitted for it. It's going to be a good time, right? Get up to the room uh, with the headliner. I was working with Pat Godwin, very funny guy. Uh, no, it sucked my ass. Uh, the room, 
the, the wall behind us was nothing but large glass windows, everybody. So uh, you're just looking out into space, into the sun, because it was a 7 o'clock start time. And uh, 7 o'clock here uh, in Michigan, still goddamn bright, everybody. And it's never a good thing when the crowd's staring at you, but they're staring into the sun, because the sun's shining bright right behind you. And these people... Uh, were old as fuck. Uh, very old crowd. Uh, average age was probably over 50. And that's average. I mean, most of these people probably in their 70s and 80s. Just old for whatever reason, which I don't get. But I'm glad they came out. And it was a group home night, too. There were at least two tables of people straight out of a group home or adult foster care. Something fucking going on. And it was a very strange... Uh, no opening act for me, no MC. Uh, they, they just grab some guy to come out and introduce me. And, and I hate when you're an MC and you're introducing someone, the last words you say in the introduction are the person's name. So if you find yourself ever hosting show or needing to introduce anybody, the signal for them to come up that you're done talking is their fucking name. So you would go uh, all the way from Grand Rapids, Stu McAllister. And they'd be like, oh, okay, now I know you're done. And I come walking up. Uh, as opposed to like our first act tonight, Stu McAllister, da-da-da-da-da. One time I had a guy just continue to fucking talk. And he talked and he talked and he talked. And I didn't know when he was going to be done. And he kept talking because I wasn't going up. And I wasn't going up because I didn't know when he was fucking done talking. So the key words are the last name, or the, the, the name of the performer. It's always, and here is uh, the Jackson 5, or whatever, right? Ugh. So I get up there, and, uh, you know, I've been doing comedy a long time, everybody. 15 years or some garbage like that. And uh, I've performed in some very bad rooms. I've performed in very good rooms. I've performed in front of over... 2,000 people and I perform for two people so I can handle things I know how to handle stuff I know how to handle people but fuck sometimes you're just dealing with people where you're just you're fucking plowing through your stuff I'm doing jokes that I know have worked they have a proven track record and these fucking troglodytes are just staring at me with their slack jaws just fucking not not fucking knowing what to do. And it really wasn't one of these things. I wouldn't call myself a very uh, smart comedian. I'm not an intellectual comedian. You're never going to find me on NPR, everybody. Uh, but I'm not fucking up there telling jokes about Walmart and where beat your kids kind of shit. And uh, it just was a fight. It was a fight, but I did my time. I'm a goddamn fucking professional. We got through it. I introduced Pat. I brought him up. And Pat is a guy who's been doing comedy probably close to 40 years. Probably pretty close. He's been doing it a long time. And he is a guitar comic too. So everybody loves a guitar comic, right? You have that on your side. If nothing else, you know the show's going to be kind of lively. People, God damn, I don't know what's going on with me. Um, people can sing along with you. whole lot of fun, right? They were relatively unresponsive to Pat, too. And even he was commenting on it. And then after the show, he's like, what the fuck was that? I don't... And I'm like, I don't really know, Pat. I don't know what's wrong with these fucking mouth breathers. It is Lapeer. Uh, it's fucking awful. 
Uh, but I took the gig because a buddy of mine booked it. He asked me to do it. It was good pay. I got a hotel room. Uh, and there you go. Uh, so sometimes you just got to do gigs, even though in your mind you're like, this is going to be awful. And, uh, and, you know, I got to work with Pat. I hadn't seen Pat in forever. But here's the thing with Pat, too. Um, he had been married, but he had gotten divorced, and they had a child. And so now every... I don't know if it's every other weekend or whatever, he has custody of the kid. This was a time when he had custody of the kid. So he brought his kid to the show. He's got a little seven-year-old boy, and he brought the boy uh, to a show. So I had two shows in a row, everybody, where there's a fucking kid in the room. Uh, so this little boy is just hyper as shit, and I don't know if it was just this day or what, but... I don't know how to handle kids. I don't know how to talk to kids. I, I don't have kids. I don't really like talking to kids. They're fine. I like being able to walk away from kids. But uh, Pat was able to incorporate uh, his kid into the act. He called him on stage. They sang a tune together. The kid the kid's good for seven. I can't imagine getting in front of a crowd of... There are probably 80 people there getting in front of 80 people and singing a song with your dad. It was very cool. and it was, It's nice that Pat is able to do that. It's nice that they there are some bonding time, but all this kid was more interested in playing uh, the fuck is that game Minecraft? He was on an iPad or something, and he just wanted to play Minecraft. So, uh so the show's over. I drive back to the hotel. You know, I drove Pat and his kid over, and I say goodbye to Pat, and I go to the hotel room, and all I want to do is just uh, get on the interwebs and, and play some Netflix and uh, do some emailing kind of thing or whatever, social media shit. My dog's fucking dying over there. Um, and uh, the internet's not working, right? And I'm thinking, oh, man, when I first got into the hotel, uh, it worked. So I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe I there's a password I'm supposed to use, something happened, and call the front desk and they're like oh yeah no our internet's down i'm like ah you motherfucker i mean that's one of the only things that you want from a hotel room that's the only thing i really want is fucking is their internet access fan fucking fantastic this is great so i'm like all right well i guess i'll just watch some tv i don't really i don't have tv at home uh i don't really watch a whole lot it's a saturday night 10 o'clock i don't know what the hell's on them just looking for like a law and order marathon, right? There's got to be one. Isn't that what uh, USA, that's all they do is play law and order, right? But I was wrong. They weren't. I don't know what the hell they were playing, but it wasn't that. And That time of night, everything that's going to be on is like halfway through. And I just couldn't find a thing. And the remote, the TV remote was broken in a way that was pretty unique on the changing the channel button. You could go up. But you couldn't go down. So if you wanted to watch something on channel 20 and you flipped 21, you would have to flick all the way through or manually put in uh, 20 to get to where you wanted to be. And it's, you know, it's a mild inconvenience, but you're like, this is pretty much what I'm expecting from a hotel in Alpena, Michigan. Uh, And so I'm like, "Ah, I'm just going to bed. Right? Nothing on TV. I can't find shit. I don't want to watch a college football game. Going to bed. And the bed was a fucking board, everybody. I, I, I've never slept on a mattress that was as just kind of a rock. And I might as well have been sleeping on the floor. So I got up early Sunday morning to just get the hell out. I, I had the Fruit Loops at the Continental Breakfast, and I got the fuck out. And on the way out, everybody, 
I passed a house and, you know, I mean, they have those up there in Alpena. They got a house or two up there. And they had three flags out front. And I'll let you think what three flags would be. Easy number one flag would be uh, United States of America, old glory. You got to have that, right? You got to stand up. When you pass the flag, you give it a salute, and you're like, thank God, motherfucker, I live in the goddamn U.S. of A, man. Freedom, bald eagles, and goddamn Donald Trump, motherfucker, right? So that's flag number one. Flag number two, you might not get. Uh, it's an interesting flag. It's probably only been around a couple of years. It is not representation of a country or anything. It is the flag that represents the thin blue line for your police officers. It's a weird looking flag. It's black and some off colors of blue. It's very strange looking to me. It's, it, it's clearly it's a takeoff off of the U.S. flag, but it's black and blue and strange hues of gray. It's weird to me, but it's there. I recognize what the fuck it is. There you go. So that's giving me a little indication of who's living in this house. Remember, everybody, this is fucking northern Michigan, right? So this is where the weird part happens. Maybe it's not so weird because maybe you understand where the hell I'm at. That even though it's northern Michigan, what the third flag will fucking be. And I'll give you one goddamn good guess and you fucking know it. You got it right. It was that good old motherfucking Confederate flag. Because that's what we need in northern motherfucking uh, Michigan. Is we need a good old Confederate flag. So who do you think was living in that house, if you had to guess, if you had to picture everybody, what does the occupant of that motherfucking house in Alpena, Michigan look like? I'll tell you, he was probably at my motherfucking show, piece of shit fuck that he is. I would say this motherfucker is an overweight, probably in his uh, late 40s, early 50s, white dude, obviously a white dude, right? And he's fucking probably got some ex-military or a military wannabe. And fuck yeah, man. It's all about fucking the Confederacy. All about fucking the police motherfucker. Goddamn salute Lee Greenwood motherfucking goddamn old glory. Got this shit at Walmart made in China. Pro probably a lot of... Oh, fuck. Jamie's back. Goddamn. You just missed my whole fucking rant. On the goddamn Confederate flag. There's anyway. nothing wrong with the Confederate flag. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I, we, <laughs> we, I need fucking intern Johnny to edit that out. God damn. How is your, I'm kidding. How is your daughter? She's fabulous. Sure she is. She's like her mom. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, on the way to Alpena... And on the way back, uh, there were a lot of things that I saw. And I, I made this on the post yesterday that I wanted to talk about. Uh, roadkill. A lot of weird roadkill. Uh, a lot of deer, clearly. The, you see a lot of deer. Uh, oh, raccoon, deer. Raccoons. A <laughs> lot of raccoons. You know what I didn't see? I didn't see any skunks. But you know what I saw today here in the city? Fucking the dead skunk oh, right here yeah. in the city. It's weird to me that I'll see a dead skunk uh, in, in the city of Grand Rapids, but not when I'm in the fucking countryside. 
I saw dead cats, a lot of dead cats, mm-hmm. uh, occasional possum. I saw dead, uh, like, hawks, I'm assuming, like big birds. <laughs> Are they yellow? Nope, not, not that big, but they're pretty fucking big. <laughs> and and the, the thing that was the weirdest to me is I saw at least four dead porcupine uh, carcasses. Hmm. And that's, uh, I have never seen a live porcupine in the wild i've never seen them like cross the road or whatever and i know that they're more of a nocturnal creature but it's still like i've seen possums before i've seen raccoons i've seen skunks i've seen deer i've seen turkey i've never seen a fucking uh, porcupine i don't think i have either never seen a live one Mm -mm. yeah it's uh it's yeah, weird. I don't think so. And then, like, when I was mentioning that to Michael Bossler last night when we were driving back and forth from the show, the Sam Conroe show, he was like, do you think they'd pop the tires? And I'm like, no, what? no, no fucking way, Mike, no fucking way. Like, in your brain, you're thinking, oh, yeah, that fucking pop the tire. But, yeah, no fucking way would, would they, a, would they a run onto the highway and they go pop somebody's tire and yeah. they run back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Geico Yeah, kind of like thing. taking a fucking uh, knife and shiving it. Slash yeah, those fucking por- porcupines. Porcupines? Are, are, uh, they're the vandals. <laughs> they're the vandals of the wilderness of, of wildlife, the porcupine. Porky you call slashes. You call them porcupines Porco- or porcupines? Porcupine. Por- Porcupine. I See, think. I'll call them porcupines, even though I know porcupine. it's porcupine. porcupine. But it's kind of like, is it a coupon or a coupon or a coupon? Coupon. It's a coupon. It's coupon. a coupon. A coupon. It's a motherfucking porcupine. He used a coupon he got from the coupon. Yeah. Yes. A porcupine. So uh, it's really interesting that yesterday. I wanted to talk about... Porcupines? Uh, well, roadkill. I wanted to talk <laughs> about roadkill, which is weird, because I had a very uh, unfortunate situation happen today mm-hmm. when I was driving uh, at wor- work uh, for the Dippin' Dots. I uh, hit and killed a dog today. What? And, yeah. And uh, I uh, feel really... Obviously, I feel super bad about it. This dog uh, just fucking came out of a cornfield, and uh, there was nothing I could do. And I and I hit this fucking dog, and I stopped, and I turned the truck around, and I went back, and it was like at this farm, kind of it was a cattle farm, I guess. And this woman comes running out to the dog, and I get out of the truck, and she picks up the dog, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that this dog can be alive. There's no fucking way. And she picks it up, and she's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. She's like, it happens. It happens. And I'm like, fuck it. The dog just ran out in front of the truck, and like, I'm driving like... A big fucking truck. Not quite UPS big fucking big truck, but a big fucking truck. And there's no way for me to stop it. And I tried to swerve out of the way and it was like the dog was fucking suicidal or something. Because it just, fuck, it was like running into me. And uh, and it was, it was fucking dead. It was, it was dead. Mm. And uh, she picked it up and she took 
I think maybe at first she thought maybe it was alive because she was kind of, she picked it up and she was taking it to like this minivan that she had there. And there were all, there were fucking all sorts of other dogs there, like four other dogs. And there were like two goats. And it it was like the one dog is like coming out in the road. I'm like, get the fuck out of the goddamn road, dog. And then a fucking goat did. I'm like, the fuck is going on with your fucking pets here? And, uh, but then she put the dog down, and she's like, "Yeah, the the, the dog uh-huh. is dead." And she, the thing was, it wasn't, it wasn't her dog. Apparently, like I don't, I still to this moment, I don't know whose dog that was. Like I don't know if she was just like watching the dog. I don't know if it was like her brother's dog, but it was not her dog. And then out of nowhere, this other woman shows up. And she asked the other woman to go get like a blanket or a towel to put over the dog. And uh, she's on her phone. And I'm not sure who she's calling. She's calling someone though. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, I don't, I tell her, I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do here. Right? Because I just fuck, I've never killed a dog. I fucking, it's weird to last. All I do is talk about wean dog. Mm -hmm. And then I talk about that stupid cunt. Beating on her dog last mm-hmm. week or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it was, and I'm like, ah, fuck. And you know, it was, it, it, it had to have been a young dog. It, it couldn't have been more than like two. It was just a young, playful dog right. that was running the fuck around. Mm-hmm. It came out of the cornfield, and it's just fucking unreal to me. Of like, there was no one in front of me, and there was no one fucking behind me. But then this That's fucking dog takes. This is the moment. I'm going to fucking run out in the road and not give this fucking person an opportunity to break or get the fuck out of the way. So I go back to the van. Like, I don't have any paper or anything, but we have business cards for Dippin' Dots. So I get a business card, and I, like, write my name and number on the card. And I'm like, I'm giving you my card because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I can't. The the dog is dead. I'm not doing any good by standing there. But I feel like I need to... Do something? Do Yeah, to like... I'm not just driving off. Right. Like she even said, thank you for stopping. Because I can only imagine... Yeah. This is out in the fucking sticks, everybody. Mm-hmm. This is fucking woods. There's like... There was no one else around. There were no other houses. There was no farm. It was like this big farm. Because they even had like a... There was like a gate to prevent people from like driving up to the barn. Like it was not happening. And, and, like, even the woman, she had to, like, squeeze herself through this fucking gate. So it wasn't even meant for, like, people to kind of, like, walk through. It was very odd to me. And uh, so I gave her the card. And then I left. Yeah. Because it, it's the beginning of my day. I did one fucking stop. And yeah. so this is, like, not even 9 o'clock in the morning. And I'm having to fucking deal. And it's goddamn Monday. Fuck off, Monday. <laughs> And, and so I have to deal with the fact that I killed this fucking dog right, right. for the whole goddamn day. And I'm just thinking, and I'm fucking, I'm a relatively sensitive human being, everybody. I might say fucking cunt a whole lot, but I still have emotions of some kind. Mm-hmm. And so I got to deal with this the whole rest of the day. And it's just weird. Like, you have to carp, uh, com- compartmentalize. Is that how you say it? Like, I'm not okay. saying the word right. Like, uh, you have to fucking... Separate it. Separate everything. Of like, mm-hmm. now I gotta fucking walk into stores. And go, hey, you want some fucking dipping dots? You want some fucking uh, yeah. freeze dried ice cream? Flash freeze ice cream? And so it's just weird of having to 
fucking deal with this bullshit when you just I just wanted to go home mm-hmm. like they're fucking like 10 minutes later some suicidal squirrels like r- fucking running in front of the goddamn truck too I'm like what the fuck is happening here and I, I hate how uh, Michigan for the most part is relatively rural it's relatively backwoods it's farm it's forest it's country and I fucking hate it because it is a slaughterhouse out there. Like, there's a ton of dead roadkill. I saw so much of it today, and I'm assuming I paid more attention to it only because of fucking what I did a half hour earlier. But I'm seeing all these fucking dead deer and raccoons and cats and everything else. And it's just fucking awful. And I gave them the the card, and I go through my fucking day. And then I get back to the warehouse, and my boss is still there. And I tell him, I have to tell him. I'm like, look, yes. man, there was an accident. And he's looking at me like, what? And I was like, I hit and killed a dog. And he was like, I think he, I think there was a level of relief on his part of like, I didn't fuck up the truck. I didn't crush the truck or anything <laughs> like that. And uh, so I told him, like, I, feel, I have to tell you because I gave them mm-hmm. a card that has... On one side, my name, but on the other side, it's the phone number for debit knots or whatever. So he may get a phone call or whatever. Some fucking lunatic employee uh, is driving like a lunatic and killing dogs out here in bumfuck Michigan. Got him. And then he told me that he had a story where he ended up killing a dog too. And it was just, you know, it's just uneventful. Like, I don't, I can only recall, I've, I've hit a deer before uh, and I, I've hit a raccoon. Any kids? Uh, God, fuck! I think it would almost be easier for me I if I hit a kid. <laughs> I know. And it's just weird when I when I've been driving. Like there have been uh, other moments where just fucking these dogs or turkeys, they're just fucking walking around in the middle of the fucking road. Mm-hmm. And I know it's country life, and this is the thing, but it's weird to me that that it's fucking like I just want to get on the fucking highway. Get me on the highway because things aren't running around on the highway. I mean, deer might be like late at night, early morning, whatever, but I'm not fucking, probably not going to hit a dog, probably not going to hit a cat. Nothing like that's going to happen. So you just fucking, you just fucking, you struggle with it. So it just, uh, it made for a not so good day. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Eh. You ever kill anything with your car? I don't think a bird. A bird? A big crow. How the hell did you kill a crow? I was driving and it flew in front of me and it went kaboom. Like it it was a solid hit. Like on your windshield? No, on the grill. And I had an old (laughs) (laughs) Was it embedded in it? Did he no, get out and there's, there's the some, fucking no, there's there the feathers carcass? And stuff, oh yeah. That would have been great if it was stuck in it. Like oh, this, yeah, you, like you, spread you, eagle. Yeah, you, you always <laughs> you always see those news stories with the hawk or whatever is a st- it's alive and it's still fucking stuck yeah. in the grill. Like they had one not too long ago where it was a fox. Oh, fo- it was still alive. <gasps> they were able to get it out of the grill. I don't know how oh, the fuck it hit the, the grill and it lived. So. Oh, all right, well that's all right. Then. I was hoping that was gonna be the case with the dog, but I fucking. I crushed that yes. thing. 
I give you a lot of credit. I mean, I'm not surprised that you pulled over and all that. That's totally well, what you. the fuck would I would have done? Well, I would have fucking felt so bad if I fucking hit the dog and drove I off. Know, Again, I, I get that people probably do that because there's nothing out. But also, remember, I'm driving a fucking Dippin' Dots truck. I'm driving mm-hmm. this fucking huge True. clown van. That I'm sure uh, anybody yeah, but would be like, oh, fuck. Fucking... bother you when you're yelling at the lady at the gas station. Well, yeah, fuck that dumb <laughs> cunt. Whatever. But what I want to say, growing me growing up in the country, I had several animals get hit and killed. Yeah, and, and I well, and that nobody was, stopped. That was the thing I think. Nobody, with the not woman, one stop. She was for the most part relatively calm about right. it like you, this is an everyday occurrence right. kind of thing right. or or not unheard of and i'm like well fuck it make, chain up your fucking dogs or train them better or something like mm-hmm. it makes me nervous about fucking wean dog every over there so the dog that's why i'm like the dog kind of looked like we it was a Aww. bigger version of wean dog it was black and white but it just fucking looked like wean dog and mm-hmm. so not a good not a good day not a good monday no, everybody no, no. we got a couple of feel good stories though then this motherfucker oh do we yeah i do at least well i got one feel good and one gross one i kind of have a weird one if we have time if we have time uh there was a teenager who got lost at sea jamie did you hear about this no indonesia huh because that's where you well, get lost at right. sea in Indonesia, that's where pirates still live. Pirates are in Indonesia. He was out there. How Johnny, long? How long do you Captain think he was Sparrow? out there for, Jamie? I don't know. How long was he lost at sea for? Guess. Um, seven days. Forty-nine days. You were what? not even close. He was how out there you, for for forty-nine that? days. And he lived. was on a. Oh, and he lived. Yeah, he lived. Well, fuck yeah, he lived. Oh. There was, wouldn't be a story if he didn't live. <laughs> I went. To, I said oh. it's a feel good oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, yeah, did he live? I don't know. Maybe he's from. Jamie's Indonesia. like, oh fuck out! I wish he was dead. Is then that would be a feel good story. He's from there? I don't you know. know what his name was? Aldi. His name was Aldi, Jamie. That's he why he lives. He owns a German grocery oh. store. Holy That's shit! In Germany? Yeah, all these uh, German. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Jesus Christ! We're learning things today, everybody. <laughs> We're learning that Dip and Dots trucks will fucking crush dogs. <laughs> Don't and mess with the All the, the, all the uh, food uh, grocery stores are from Germany. Yes. How do you know that? I know dumb things. I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, so he was out there uh, seven weeks on a wooden fish trap. Oh. And uh, wow. it's a, it's called a rompong, which, of course, the that's trappist? what it's called. Yeah, the, a floating fish trap is called a rompong. Pong? Uh-huh. Like pong? And, yeah, and it's essentially it's just ropes uh, with wood strapped together. Hmm. And he ran out of food within a week. And he relied on uh, catching fish, Good. and uh, I guess he Rock. drank seawater that he strained through his clothes. What? Well, the salt. You can't yeah, drink salt water. I know that. I, do I don't know, know how draining it through your shirt is going to get the salt out, but uh, he apparently he did. better than that doing it. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. So wow. he, managed, he managed to survive. I don't think I could uh, survive something like that. He uh, apparently a lot of ships passed him, and he would turn on his lamp, hoping they would see it. And they were like, "Fuck that kid!" And they didn't. They didn't go to help him. Uh, Isn't there a song about that? Uh, what fucking that kid? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck that kid on the rom pong. Fuck him oh. in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah, totally. Cheeseburger in paradise. Way down in the rom pong. 
but he, he lived. He lived, everybody. It's uh, according here. It's, his story is indeed dramatic. And we are thankful to all the ship's captain and the Japanese authorities. I guess the uh, Japanese saved him. So where, where was he going and what was he doing? Uh, you know, the article isn't really that fucking uh, informative. Oh. It's not, uh, it doesn't give you that many fucking details. He was trying to get away from a place? Uh, it just sounds like he was, was out, out there fishing, fishing and then, uh, wow. and then he fucking Isn't something that happened. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Huh. It doesn't get into specifics as to, like, how he got lost out at sea and. Yeah, it's basically this article in the USA Today is pretty shitty, everybody. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty short on the details. So if you want more but details... it has a happy ending. It has a happy ending. All right, <laughs> now here's a grosser ending, everybody. Uh, here, uh, and I'm, I'm bringing it up because it's uh, Detroit Tigers. Oh, I saw that. Oh, you saw this? Oh, yes. it's gross. Did you actually see it happening? No. I saw it happening. You want to see it happening? Mm-hmm. We're going to show... All right, before we get into it, everybody... Detroit Tigers. I don't know if you have ever been to Comerica Stadium. I've been there once. One time. Not a huge baseball yeah. fan, so I don't really feel the need to go out there. I'll just stay here in town and go see the White Caps around town. But uh, baseball games are good if you have a suite. Uh yeah, yeah. They're good just to like <laughs> hang out. You're not really watching the game. But right. uh, this is why the Detroit Tigers are in the news. A uh, Detroit Tigers food service employee is in police custody. Uh, why do you think he's in police custody, Jamie? You know why? Tell us why. Because he spit on some food. Oh, God, he certainly did. Yeah. He uh. spit in pizza, everybody. And uh, the video uh, incident emerged on Saturday when another employee posted on his Instagram. So you have not seen it, have you? I haven't seen it, and that's all okay. I know of the story. Like, I don't all know. Right. Well, here, here we go. I'm pulling it up on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's still up there. Uh, Why? The, the, really, is it goopy? The, oh, well, you're no, going to see. it's like a, a uh, movie? Uh, the Insta- uh-uh. If you want to see it yourself, the Instagram is uh, underscore N-E-L-L-M-A-Y. It's still up there. Uh, and here we go. Oh, Watch no, it, Jamie. It's pretty short. It's pretty short. <gasps> and there you go. Yep. That's pretty gross, everybody. It's, oh, it's, he hawks a nice fucking lug on some uh, pizza pizza crust. Hawks the lug, well, and then at he, least he did it before it was baked. And cause... then he just puts the sauce on. Yeah, but it's still gotta be baked, so all those germs will go away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's sterile now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fucking oven burned. It's fine. No it baby. burned away the fucking lug. He needs to have his job back. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, rehire the spitter. <laughs> Rehire the, the Luger of Detroit Comerica the Park. Luger. Rehire the Luger. No Lager, all Luger. Uh, but apparently the incident occurred on Friday and representatives from Delaware North, which is the company that runs food services at Comerica Park. That's an odd name. Yeah, say it again. What was Delaware that? North. Huh. Yeah. They run the food service at Comerica Park. They told Yahoo Sports they immediately shut down the food stand. Hmm. And the employee in the video has been fired. He was fired, Jamie. Ah. Uh. Fuck me, man. That he was fired. But the, the man who posted the video, that uh, Nell guy, he's another employee, claims his managers tried to shut him up when he told them about the employee who was spitting on pizzas. Why the what? fuck is a guy spitting on pizzas? Right. Uh, he, he claims they also wanted him to take the video down. Huh. Delaware North spokesperson told the Yahoo Sports employee posted the video was sent home Friday due to uniform violation. No one acting. What? Apparently, he wasn't wearing a proper uniform. Maybe he didn't have a hat. Maybe he didn't have a uniform. Shirt. No maybe, he didn't, maybe he didn't have his name tag. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, 
It's all pretty gross. So they don't, it doesn't get into like the why. Nope. Doesn't tell you soon. why he did it. I mean, it's it, clearly it's always going to be a disgruntled employee, and that's one of the things, everybody. You truly do not want to know what's happening to your food in the back. Mm-hmm. You have no desire. I mean, I'm sure. Nobody knew that this guy spit in the pizza. No one was like, hey, this has a flavor. It's got a little tinge of a lug. <laughs> no, one, no one was like that. Uh, or it's t- yeah, but but once you're told, then everyone's like, ah, oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Right. So you never, you never want to fuck with wait staff. Mm-hmm. You never want to fuck with anyone who has anything to do with no. your food. No. Because this guy, who you never fucked with, is spitting in your food right. anyway. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Because it wasn't the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. God God knows it wasn't the first time. No one's ever caught the first time they ever do something. How did the, the guy was videotaping him? Yeah. I don't know. That's people so are stupid. People are stupid. How many times oh. have you seen people like commit crimes and they're videotaping it of themselves yeah, committing crimes? True. People are ignorant. Mm-hmm. And if you're working at a food stand <laughs> in Comerica Park, you're oh. probably not a fucking genius. Oh. Maybe right? he's working his way up. Maybe, but he's still fucking stupid, and now he's well, he in, now he's in jail. Yeah, he now won't be working. His, in jail. He'll be having to work himself and, out. Uh, he'll, uh, here's the interesting part: that guy will fucking be hired in a year in some other kitchen at some point. Probably kitchens just hire the worst fucking people because they need to. <laughs> They're the only people who will work in the kitchen because they have no other fucking resources. They have no other options. That's why they're working in the kitchen of like a fucking Burger King or BW3s or name any other fucking Applebee's or whatever. Like those people in there aren't in there because they want to be cooks. What? You like Applebee's. Not really. I don't like any of those fucking chains. They're all the worst, man. Uh, um, I don't remember now. Yeah. Did you have a story you want to tell, or are we don't? So this is just kind of a weird one. All right, I like weird stories. So I saw it on NPR. Yeah, I do actually read that sometimes. Okay. And they're talking about a prison. It's Virginia prisons ban visitors from wearing tampons. Okay. Citing contraband concerns, so they now if you're visiting there, yeah, you can't have a tampon in. Well, and I guess you... I'm never going because I'm always <laughs> wearing tampons, man. And How are they going to know you're wearing a tampon? I don't know if they if there's a way to screen. Like you walk through a thing and it shows it. Like if you walk through an x-ray machine, it's going to fucking show that you got a tampon up Maybe. your hoo-ha. I don't know. You know, I didn't. Oh, wait. Yeah. Body scanners are yeah. used to check visitors for contraband. So I don't wow. think it's a machine. Or so what's the point? I mean, if I know you got a tampon up your hoo-ha, what's the problem? Because they, it could be something else. Instead of it being a tampon, it could be a Heroin. plastic baggie of something, something. Huh. And so this is a way of just saying, okay, there's got to be nothing in there. And well, they if, will... they're, if they're doing a body scan, then they know you got something up your hoo-ha anyway. So why do they got to ban well, tampons? Because if there's something shown in there, then huh. they have to go in and figure out what it is. Yeah. So if there's a body Take scan... out whatever's in your hoo-ha, lady. But why mess with it? Why mess with what? Why even make it be an issue? Well, then why why are you wearing a tampon? Do why we, does a woman I have to wear? Teach that why right does now? a woman wear a tampon? Because <laughs> there's shit happening, right? Yeah. So then, if you're wearing a tampon, there's a reason you need to wear a tampon. That's why you got the tampon in, really? not because you're fucking. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're going to the fucking uh, 
prison and it's that time of month or right. whatever and you're wearing your damn tampon. <laughs> you're uh, wearing it. There you fucking go. Like, what do you want me right. to say? You've inserted the tampon. <laughs> insertion has been yeah, completed. Insert- insertion has been completed. <laughs> uh, no, but if you're in a scanner, they can't necessarily tell if they see something there. Is that a tampon or is it a baggie full of something else? So you got to wear pads now is what they, you tell they me. They will even offer them. Off, they will offer they pads? Will offer, well, right, how so nice somebody, is the prison? Right. So here's my They, they got a budget for, for pads? <laughs> yeah, it's padded. How much Their we got budget, in the budget for pads? budget is padded. We got 10 bucks. <laughs> Fuck, get that cheap shit again. <laughs> this is my issue. I don't see... This rule as an issue. I think it's fabulous. I have no concern with that whatsoever. So, but the, the, that ACLU uh-huh. is, they find oh, an Jesus. issue with this. What is their, what is their so, problem with tampon free prisons? Help, this is quote, helping people who are housed in jail or prison stay connected to friends, family, blah, 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 is critical to rehabilitation and eventual successful reentry to society. Uh, any policy that discourages visitors is therefore one that should be subject to the most exacting and careful review. Uh, in addition, is that really discouraging anyone from visiting? I, 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 uh, in addition, a policy like this one that requires those who wish to visit people who are incarcerated to set aside their dignity and health is simply unacceptable. That well, I mean, if ridiculous. you know in advance that you can't wear a tampon, right. and they're offering you an alternative. Sure, 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 sure. I don't know. That sounds weird. It sounds gross. This happened in Virginia? Yes. Well, I guess that just tells you don't fucking commit a crime in uh, <laughs> yeah. Virginia so yeah. you don't go to prison so your girlfriend, when it's t- that time of month and she's wearing a tampon, she can't come visit you. And that's fucking uh, soul-crushing to everybody. Yes. I just thought it was, yeah. That's pretty stupid. Let's, you know, keep drugs in the prisons. All right, everybody, so let's review. Uh, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned uh, Sam Comro uh, is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned a comedy in Alpina sucks my dick and uh, licks my ass. <laughs> uh, we learned there's a lot of roadkill, and Stu contributed to that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned a fucking Indonesia guy can live 49 <laughs> days on the high seas. And uh, we have no idea fucking how he did it, but he did. He, he survived he did, on yeah. straining seawater through his <laughs> yeah. shirt. Right, and eating fish. And eating fish, uh, which shockingly could lead into the tampon story. How weird is that? <laughs> and then uh, don't buy pizza at Comerica yes. Park. All right, everybody. That's it. I, I hope you enjoyed it. If you got anything you want to contribute, if you've ever uh, crushed a dog or whatever oh, with your car. And the ledges are great and grand ledge. And the ledges are ledges. Uh, legendary they're legendary if you have any stories that you'd like to share with me please do that i did get a lot of stories about girls pooping in bags and or peeing in bags uh (laughs) and that just blows my mind away that people are actually do that uh out of necessity i guess so it's you do what you need to do human beings are ingenious yeah Uh, oh i thought it would just be out of you know convenience like it that way yeah uh sticking uh tampons up their (laughs) hoo-hahs All right, everybody, that's it. We'll see you on Thursday. I hope you stay dry. Uh, Team PDU, and please, for the love of all that is holy and Mecca, please make America smart again. And uh, hug your dog tight for me tonight. All right? Okay, we'll see you Thursday. Bye. Bye.